Hey, shalom, 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 family. Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Bread Podcast, where we read the word of Yahuwah daily. Uh, the Daily Bread Podcast is presented to you guys by Living for Yahuwah Ministries, and I'm your host, Daliyahu. I ask that you guys excuse my voice. Uh, I'm going through a little something right now, and uh, but I'm still happy to be here with you guys. I'm happy to have you. Thanks for being here. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Good day to all. So, um, again, thanks for being here, family. We still, we're here to read another chapter. And today, we read in uh, chapter 33 from the book of Exodus or Shemot. So, yeah, we're here to read another chapter, family. Um, the last one was great. It's been exciting. And um, we're ready to continue. So, if you guys are new here, if you, you may not know, that, uh, before we get into just reading the chapter, we like to open up with prayer so that we can clear our hearts and our minds before we receive the word of Yahuwah. And um, before we pray, I'm going to just give you guys a short recap so that if this is your first episode or if you're just dropping by and you haven't been following us the last couple episodes, you will be a little bit more familiar with where we're reading, what's going on, and... Uh, how again you can understand the events that's taking place cool so uh, uh let's go family so before we read let me give you guys a short recap about where we at so again we still in the book of uh Shemuk, commonly called exodus and it's the second scroll or second book of what we know as the bible so genesis is basically the beginning it's basically the beginning where you have a the creation account and again you see righteous people being saved by Elohim uh, as early as chapter 6, 7, 8, 9 we see Noah being saved from Elohim learning the story of Noah and then we get to learn about Abraham and again uh, we continue with the story following Abraham's children Abraham, Isaac, Jacob whose name is Yasharal and uh we continue to follow the, the sojournings and the, fa- the travelings of this family, the Abraham's children or Israel's children, Yasharal. So all that basically brings us to the book of Exodus where the children of Yasharal were uh, fortunately led down into Egypt um, because their brother was there and they, they escaped the famine that was afflicting the whole world at that time. So being in Egypt was a blessing for the children of Yasharal. But unfortunately, what happened is, as time went on, the pharaohs and leaders of the Egyptian nation started to oppress the children of Yashara. So we got to the point where we were um, under intense bondage and we had to cry out to our maker, cry out to Elohim for help. And he sent a deliverer. And that's why the man Moses was raised up to tell Pharaoh to let the people go. And uh, at this point, Pharaoh is, is finished. Drowned under the Red Sea, his chariots, everything like that. And Yasharal is out on the other side. So, right now, this part of the book of Exodus, we're reading about the commands that's coming from on high, literally from our, our Elohim, our Maker, our Creator. And uh, he's telling us specifically what he wants us to do to serve him. So, uh, that's where we're at right now, basically, with the book of Exodus. we on the, the latter part of the book out of slavery but we get to know our maker which in itself is some ups and downs because we are only human 
so we having some uh, learning uh, learning um, experiences as well so I think that pretty much catches us up and so we ready to get into chapter 33 and see what's going on from there and take it take it like that so without any further ado let's offer up supplication let's pray let's um you know communicate with our Allahim clear our hearts clear our minds clear our, our soul and let's see what we could get out of chapter 33 so let's uh let's pray family just like this if you can you can stand face the direction of jerusalem where the temple once stood uh lift your hands open your palms and let's pray family our father who is in the heavens permit your name to be set apart Permit your reign to come. Permit your desire to be done on earth as it is in heaven. We ask and we pray today that you give us this day our daily bread. That you forgive us for our sins and our trespasses against your Torah and against your commands as we forgive our dead us. And most importantly, we ask that you allow us not to be led into trial, but save us and deliver us from the wicked one. For yours is the reign, the power, and the esteem now and forever. These things and more we pray in the name of our Mashiach and Sovereign, Yahusha. Halal Yahuwah, Tuda Yahuwah, Yabadakat Yahuwah, Amen. So yeah, man. Uh, hallelujah for just waking us up, giving us another day above ground and uh, the access and the ability to pray to our Allahim. Because again, it's the same one that saved them. It's the same one we praying to. So. That's the best part of the whole situation. All right, family. So at this point, we ready to get into our chapter. Again, we read in Shemut chapter 33. And uh, again, it's been interesting because up until this point, they just made the golden calf. Last chapter, as Moses was on the mountain receiving the commandments from Elohim. So we had a big mistake go on. So let's see how we can find atonement and reconciliation with Elohim in this chapter. So, Exodus chapter 33, verse 1, family. Yahuwah said to Moses, Depart, go up from here, you and the people whom you have brought out, whom you have brought up out of the land of Masoreen, to the land of which I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, To your offspring I will give it. Verse 2. I will send a Malak before you, and I will drive out the Canaanites, the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Huites, and the Yebusi, Yebusites. So that's very interesting. We know what we need to do. We just have to do it. He's telling us to go up. So uh, let's continue reading. And he's saying he's going to send a messenger before us. And that's very important because we need this messenger to go before us. And this is like, again, one of the deeper mysteries in, of scripture. Just understanding who is this Malak or messenger of Allahim. Who has always existed and uh, been a leader for the nation of Yasharon. Okay, verse 3. Go up to a land flowing with milk and honey. But I will not go up among you. Lest I consume you on the way. For you are a stiff-necked people. When the people heard this disastrous word, they mourned. And no one put on his ornaments. For Yahuwah has said to Moses. Say to the people of Yasharon, you are a stiff-necked people. If for a single moment I should go up among you, I will consume you. 
So now take off your ornaments that I may know what to do with you. Therefore the people of Yashra stripped themselves of their ornaments from Mount Horeb onward. And that's very interesting because it just shows that these people had a lot of possessions they came with. Because the last couple chapters, we see that every man and every woman and the children, they broke off pieces of their earrings and pieces of gold to be, to be able to make the golden cow, which Moses had to come and destroy. So these people still have ornaments. They still got some uh, uh, valuable pieces and, and some stuff that they have on them, on their person. But Yahuwah telling them to take it off because they are shameful at this point in the stiff-necked people. So it's very interesting. Uh, um, just environment and just context understanding what's happening verse 7 now Moses used to take the tent and pitch it outside the camp far off from the camp and he called in he called it the tent of meeting and everyone who sought Yahuwah would go out to the tent of meeting which was outside the camp whenever Moses went out to the tent, the tent all the people would rise up and each would stand at his tent door and, to, and watch Moses until he had gone into the tent when Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would descend and stand at the entrance of the tent, and Yahuwah would speak with Moses. And when all the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, all the people would rise up and worship, each at his tent door. Thus Yahuwah used to speak to Moses face to face, as a man speaks to his friend. When Moses turned again into the camp, his assistant, Yahusha, the son of Nun, a young man, would not depart from the tent. <clears throat> and that's a very interesting nuance in its context as well. Because we have to understand, first of all, this is what makes the children of Yasharal special. No other nation has in their history um, the the um, the the story or the uh, the proof, the, the written proof that they would speak with Allahim. Now Allahim literally came and speak with their forefathers and told them and gave them directions face to face. Um, but more importantly, you know, there's a chapter in the prophecy that says in Deuteronomy 18, 18 that after Moses, someone greater than him will come who will lead the children of Yasharal. Again, something like this messenger of Yahuwah we speak about. But the thing that's very interesting is that the person that was literally Moses' assistant and succeeded him his name was Yahusha. So, irrespective of the, the prophecy that was spoken about a greater person coming in than Moses, we see in the literal sense, he had an assistant called Yahusha who ended up taking his place. So, it's a, it's a sort of parallel about how Yahusha would succeed Moses. And uh, it's like a play on words, but it's one of the mysteries in the Torah family. So, it's very important to understand that... Uh, who Yahusha is and uh, understand the name, what it means, and understand the, the role of the literal Yahusha Benun, but also the, the greater, more important spiritual leader that will come who would be named Yahusha. So it's a very important nuances in this chapter, family. Let's continue reading. Uh, verse 12. Moses said to Yahuwah, See, you say to me, bring up these people. But you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now therefore, if I have found favor in your sight, please show me now your ways, that I may know you in order to find favor in your sight. Consider too 
that this nation is your people. Hallelujah. And it's funny how he always uh, negotiating and reasoning with Elohim and making him understand, like, do it for your name's sake. This is your people and your inheritance. Verse 14. And he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. So it's important to note that this word presence in the Hebrew is also concrete, concretely understood to be face. My face will go with you in certain translations. So again, who is the face of Yahuwah? Verse 15. And he said to him, if your presence or your face will not go with me, do not bring us up from here. For how will it be known that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people? Is it not in your going with us? So that we are distinct, I and your people, from every other people on the face of the earth. And there you go, family. This is why being Hebrew is important. This is why Yasharal is important. Because literally, the presence or the face of Yahuwah is with them. Verse 17. And Yahuwah said to Moses, This is the very thing that you have spoken I will do. This very thing that you have spoken I will do. For you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name. So again, nobody else could claim to have a more personal relationship with the creator of everything. Verse 18, Moses said, please now show me your glory or show me your esteem. Okay. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim before you my name, Yahuwah. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Verse 20, but he said, you cannot see my face, nor for man cannot see me and live. Verse 21, and Yahuwah said, behold, there is a place by me where you will stand on the rock. And while my esteem passes by, I will put you in the cleft of the rock. And I will cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Verse 23, then I will take away my hand and you will see my back, but not but my face will not be seen. Hallelujah. So, again, family, I just want to post to you that you reread this chapter and try to highlight some things. Understand the mysterious nature and character of our Allahim. Because remember, no man could see his the face of Allahim, but he has such a personal relationship with the children of Yasharal and with Moses, even though they just went through a very traumatic um situation with the golden calf he's still showing favor to his people he's showing his presence to his people literally and he is showing that he is with his people no matter what and uh we know that it has been said no man can see the face of Allahim and live or no man has seen the face of Allahim so we have to make sense of this and reckon who is this Moses is talking to what presence is this that Allahim is sitting up with him and who exactly is that presence so it's a celestial body, of course, but it's uh, one that we are familiar with. Who has come up and who has gone down? So we have a, a leader from Yahuwah that has always been with the nation of Yasharal. And uh, very interesting. It's, it's still mysterious at this point, but it's something to study. And this is one of them chapters that really highlights the uh, the mysteries that's located in the Torah. Ah, So yeah, man. It's been great, family. I appreciate you guys for reading with us, walking with us, uh, spending time with us. Uh, we say thank you. Our hearts are full of gratitude. We ask that you uh, continue to follow the podcast. You can click the follow button so that you notify whenever we drop a new episode. Um, 
it's always good to interact with the family. So there's a question and answer segment at the end of the um, after the podcast up on below the podcast, and we ask that you interact with us and just let us know uh, what do you think about the episode. Was there any particular verse that stood out? Any experience that you identify with that you want to talk about? It's good to share that again so we can interact. Uh, and the links will be provided below to follow. The links will be provided down below to follow us on social media and stuff like that. So we're looking forward to connect with you. And uh, we thank you guys for, again for walking with us, for reading with us. So until the next chapter, family, we say shalom. Shalom, shalom, family. Have a great day. Hallelujah.